Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker. Good to have you with us on your Home of the Blues 101 ESPN. And the NHL announced yesterday that they are transitioning to Phase 2 of their return-to-play plan. Teams will be allowed to reopen training facilities in their cities on Monday if they desire and if local regulations allow it. So we have fortuitous timing in talking to the President of Hockey Operations and General Manager of the St. Louis Blues, Doug Armstrong. Army, it's always good to hear your voice. How you doing? I'm real good. Thanks for having me on today. Uh, we're we're excited about having you. And first of all, I, I want to talk about players coming back. And as you mentioned to Jim Thomas uh, in the Post-Dispatch, you are going to give the players the, the choice. And it's got to be pretty cool as a general manager when you can trust and empower the players like you and, and Craig Bruby and the staff do. Yeah, we're very fortunate to have a, a strong uh, leadership group led by uh, Alex Petrangelo, uh, Alexander Steen and, Ter- and Vladi Tarasenko, and uh, uh, we know that our guys are going to be ready. Uh, there's there's uh, <clears throat> some guidelines they need to follow to come back into our arena. Uh, you're only allowed six people in at any one time, six people on the ice. And I said to the players, uh, if you if you have a situation where you're comfortable training with more people, I think guys are skating groups of ten at other places. Uh, stay where you're at, and just let us know when you need us need our help to open up. And uh, certainly, when we get close to phase three, which uh, the earliest that's going to be by the NHL uh, statement is July 10th. So I, I would imagine, you know, in, in, in a couple of weeks, we'll open up, and hope the guys will start to trickle back in. But uh, our goal is to be ready when they when they say phase four, which is probably the end of July, early August, to to compete to to win a championship. Army, there's so many uncertainties in this situation right now because we've never dealt with it before. So whether it's from a chemistry standpoint, a virus standpoint, a conditioning standpoint, what concerns do you have about players coming back? Well, it's just uh, the unknown of what's going to happen if if someone does get tested positive. Uh, you know, quite honestly, uh, again, I don't, I'm not a medical professional. It seems not to be affecting uh uh, NHL players, uh, in the sense, not not just because they're hockey players, but young people in great shape. Uh, so yeah, I'm not really just sure how it's all going to shake out. So you have those concerns, and and uh, you know we've we've uh, a younger team that a lot of ki- a lot of people are having uh, children right now. You want to make sure in their mind they're safe that they're coming to work and able to go home in phase uh, phase two and three and not uh, take anything home. So there's there's things that we just as you said we haven't dealt with and we want to just make sure everyone's. Uh, comfortable in the environment that we that we're creating army until last week when gary bettman made the announcement about coming back we really didn't have anything concrete you obviously had more information than we in the media did but i, I want to know what your communication with your players has been like and especially when you didn't know what was going to happen what what has that communication been like between you and the players uh, i i've uh... 
tried to reach out to everybody once or twice during this uh, this downtime, but mostly just with our leadership group uh, and Colton Pranko. Colton's our uh, our player representative, uh, or the player representative uh, from the players to the NHLPA, the union. And so I talked to him last night again, just uh, see, asking if there's anything we could do uh, to help him out in his job. But uh, Craig has talked to each player, and, and the assistant coaches have, have have stayed in touch with guys. But as a manager, I've just tried to stay maybe at at thirty thousand feet and just talk to uh, the leadership group and let them uh, share the information that I can give them. Knowing how nice and grounded Colton Pareko is, I have to believe he said to you, "No, what can I do for you?" Yeah, he's a a great guy to work with on and off the ice, that's for sure. Army, speaking of leadership, we've been talking a lot about Alex Petrangelo's future in St. Louis and how the pandemics have affected those contract talks. And he was on our airwaves yesterday on 101 ESPN with Ribs and BK. And rather than tell you what he said about those talks, I'm going to have a a piece of sound here played for you. And then I I just want to know how do you think the pandemic has affected those conversations? But here's what Petro had to say. Um, I've heard, you know, people say it before and they've asked me that before. I don't think it's really, um, going to affect, you know, maybe as much as people think it may, but I think the hardest thing for teams, whether it's me or, or, or different free agent is, um, or restricted free agent, whatever it is, they're going to have to find ways to be more creative than maybe they, they were planning on before, especially after they had said that the, uh, the cap was going to go up. So I think it's just more teams finding ways to make things work, finding different ways to make things work and, um, again, I think both sides know that this wasn't really planned from, from anybody. So I think everybody's going to have to kind of sit down and, and try and work things out. So, Army, after you hear that from your standpoint, how has the pandemic affected these talks? And what do you think about that? those conversations moving forward? Well, I thought uh, Alex's response is, is, would be very similar to mine. That, uh, uh, you know, in March, we, we left the uh, <clears throat> general manager's meeting thinking the cap could be from 84 to 88. Uh, now we think it's going to stay uh, flat at 81.5. Um, and then more of the concern is uh, future revenue, like, you know, how quickly do we get back to where we were uh, when the pandemic started? But ultimately, we do have to get creative, and we're going to have to find a way to sit down with Alex and his and his representatives when uh, uh, we, we, A, know the landscape moving forward, and that's not going to be till after the playoffs, and then uh, when next year's cap is set, when we have <clears> – <throat> there, there, there's – potential discussions on an extension of the CBA, which will certainly have an effect on, on these talks. But our goal hasn't changed that Alex is our captain. I'd love to keep him here. When you use that word creativity, and Alex used that for that term as well, what are some of the things that you've done in the past? To, and you don't have to give us specific players, but how can you get creative to fit players in? Well, it's a little more difficult than it was in the past in the sense you could put bonus uh, – bonuses and contracts uh that's very difficult to do now that you're the only people out of get a bonus is 35 or older or an entry-level player so i guess creativity is is uh moving the the chess pieces around and probably one has to fall off the table so another one can stay got it army it's hard to believe but we're coming up on the one-year anniversary of the blues hoisting the stanley cup and randy and i have been reliving those games reliving those moments we've been doing it here on 101 espn with our play uh gloria games but randy and i used to sit together in the press box and before every game we had our little rituals and superstitions that we had and it wasn't even a a conscious thing it was kind of a subconscious thing so we were talking about other rituals that people had before those games because they were so intense and you you wanted to control something about how you approach those games so I'm curious, did you have any sort of superstitions or rituals that you had to do before a big game? Uh, no, not really. I just, uh, uh, just 
when the games are at the Enterprise Center, I just sit in my office right almost till puck drop and watch other games on television, try and keep my mind occupied uh, with what's going on. Obviously, uh, the, the best part of hockey is when you're playing and you, you turn the TV on and there's no other games on. That means you're, <laughs> you're you, you've made you've made it to the finals. But uh, no, I, I don't really have a lot of superstitions or rituals. Uh, don't drive to the rink the same way or anything like that. It's just. Uh, uh, just come in and go to work. Army, one of the things that happened last year throughout the playoffs for the Blues is you had so much success playing on the road and playing before a hostile environment where you weren't really getting the energy of at least your home crowd participating for you. How do you think that'll manifest itself without fans? Uh, w- will there be any sort of a, because you're going to be a, a higher seed, a home ice advantage in, in these games that you'll play? Well, I think that our hopefully our experience and our maturity is going to come in that you have to self-motivate. Uh, there's going to be a lot of things that, that none of us are used to uh, <clears throat> being quarantined. We're quarantined right now. Uh, we, or we were, we're coming out of it, but we were with our loved ones in our in our house. You could go for a walk. I, I think I'm not sure what the rules are going to be in these cities, but uh, if you're if you go from the hotel just back to the arena and, and you go on a long run, uh, you're you're there for for you know 70 days. So you, you got to. We're gonna have to. I think maturity is gonna and and the ability to um, compartmentalize and, and and just prepare to, to play the games is gonna be very important. I think being a good road team indicates that that we we don't we we can self motivate. Uh, we don't need the other other things to get us ready, and I think that hopefully will will pay dividends. And you've been around teams where on a twenty four man roster there might be one or two outcasts, 22 people that are close and one or two outcasts. This team is remarkable in how well all of them get along. And that for some teams, it might be an issue to be together for seven, literally be together for 70 days. I don't see that with the blues. No. And I think it, it's, um, we saw it last year, but it really uh, manifested and showed itself after we had success and won. Uh, you know, we were the first team and only team uh, when we gave the ring uh, to the hockey hall of fame and everybody went, uh, you know these political times are are are, are crazy right now, uh, and even before what's happening in our society today. But you know all of our players went to went to the White House and and uh, celebrated the office and celebrated the um, you know the ability to 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 go there. So uh, our guys do everything as a group. I see them out for dinner all the time. Uh, so it's it's a unique uh, a unique uh, group of players in that way. And again, that, that goes to our to our three captains. Army, one more for me. You mentioned what's going on in our country right now, and I know that the Blues as an organization put out a statement, a joint statement with the Cardinals about one nation condemning racism and intolerance in our country. I know Ryan O'Reilly has put out a statement through the Blues and several other Blues players have spoken up um, on their own platforms. And in normal times, air quote, normal times, it would be very easy for you guys to get everybody together at the facilities, to have a team meeting, to talk about a plan of action and things like that. But we're in the middle of a pandemic and everyone is stationed at their homes in different cities. So from a communication standpoint with the team, how's that been to discuss whether it's with Ryan O'Reilly putting out a statement or just talk to the players about what's going on in the country today from from a communication standpoint? Well, quite honestly, we we you know we allow the players to express themselves any way that they, they see fit, and uh, no, no, when any when any any sane human being saw what happened to the uh, in Minnesota, they knew it was wrong, and uh, people are, are are disappointed. And uh, but I think people are hoping this is going to be an avenue of change, and we let our players express themselves in, in the way that they can. And uh, certainly, uh, we're, we're hoping for brighter days ahead. And uh, 
uh, it's, it was just a, obviously a very sad time in our in our in our society. Doug Armstrong, one more thing before we let you go. Uh, once we do get started, and obviously we're looking at a month, a month and a half, perhaps two months to get started, but uh, the way things appear to have been laid out, you're really going to be on a run of working hard, aren't you, with the rest of the season in the playoffs, then perhaps a one-month off season, and then another season. The, 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 this can be a real grind for a general manager coming up. Yeah, it's certainly going to be interesting. Uh you know, you you hope to you hope to play as long as you can. I guess now it used to be the spring. Now you you want to play as long as you can into the spring and the or the summer and the fall, and then we'll have to have a quick turnaround. There'll be free agency that we have to deal with. There'll be a draft that we have to deal with. Um, and again, just uh, are we going to play? What, what's what's the pandemic going to be like at that point? Uh, are we playing in front of fans? And that affects our scouting staff with the American Hockey League. Our, our, uh, our minor league affiliate plus all the junior and scouting. So there's going to be a lot going on and uh, it's going to be an interesting time and uh, we'll just have to be ready to adapt and roll with uh, whatever comes up. Army, great to hear your voice. Thanks so much for taking some time with us this morning. We appreciate it and we hope to do it again soon. Yeah, thanks very much for having me on. Stay safe. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.